Recorded live. Scuba Obsessed is the weekly podcast where we talk about all things scuba diving from cool new gear, places a dive, and scuba the news. Welcome to episode 42 of Scuba Obsessed, the answer to the universe and scuba diving. Which I think the answer to the universe is scuba diving. Should be. And of course I would like to introduce my co-host from the good side of town, Jim. How you doing, hey. Jim? Hey, I'm doing great, Darren. Doing wonderfully. How are you tonight? Not doing bad at all. And I thought we were going to get by the talk shoe ghost or gremlins, uh, but uh, they must have hung around after Halloween because they still look to be up. I'm in, but I'm the only one in the chat room. So we saw Mac hanging out there, so we decided to invite him in from the cold. So Mac's also joining us this week. How you doing, Mac? Pretty good, pretty good. I just wonder if you guys are growing scales or something. Growing scales what, from being out of the water too long? Yeah, I was going to say, everybody uh, <laughs> getting wet lately. <laughs> my, my skin's chapping and drying out. I, I'm kind of concerned my uh, BC won't work anymore. It'll be too dry. You got to do something about that. Uh, I, I definitely need to. And then I see Rich come on. Why don't we just invite Rich in, too? We'll just make a big sure. party of this. Jim, I haven't seen you get in there and getting wet lately, either. I know it. I know it. I'm... Uh... Trying to get in this weekend, I think. Guys, gonna do Lake 16 then on Sunday, I think, or I'm not sure what day he's going. Uh, gonna try and do it Saturday morning, I guess. Uh, that's the plan at this point. And then uh, in two weeks we've got a turkey dive, right? Yeah. Oh, see here, pretty close. It'll be happening soon. Yeah, we'll be getting up there. Her so. Thanksgiving weekend is 26th. Oh, yeah. Oh. I'll say plenty of diving yet to do. Well, let's jump right right down in the news and get some of this out of the way. Oh, I forgot to do the introduction. Some of the things we'll cover tonight, but you'll figure it out as we go along. So we'll start with the first one, uh, people versus aquatic animals. A uh, young woman was bitten on the bottom by a shark while scuba diving. She was down at the very depth, at the very bottom of the bottom, it must have been. Is that the bottom she was bitten on? I want to see a photo. You want to see a photo? <laughs> Before and after, probably. You huh? want proof that yep. she was actually bitten. Oh, you mean her bottom, not the bottom of the water. I thought you meant at the bottom. A 20-year-old woman has been Rough bitten crop. by a shark while scuba diving in the shallow waters off a small, isolated island in Australia. The attack came from a great white shark, which bit her on the bottom, an injury she's now recovering from in an emergency room. Initially, she was rushed to a naval base and transported to a hospital in Perth, Western Australia. So far this year, they've had, oh, in just over the last 20 years, they've had four deaths from shark attacks, 40 serious injuries. All I know is a guy would really like to show that scar. Yeah. Hey, everybody, take a look at this. Yeah, I, I, I don't think on a, a young woman that has quite the same effect. No. I mean, we, we wouldn't mind seeing it, but I'm sure... Right. Uh, We'd appreciate it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Well, I mean, it's good she survived because, I mean, great white. Uh, yeah. That's uh, just something that you, know, you don't want to have to go to. But it kind of seems to be the trend. We, we need to do a special. We'll have to get a shark expert on and, and, and have him explain to us how we do not look like a seal. That, that's my theory is it don't look like lunch and you'll, you'll be much better off. 
Right. I would agree that would have to be it. Um, okay, the next one is California scuba divers and others hunting lobsters are warned of domic acid. And, and at no. first I misread this and I thought stomach acid, but no, it's domic acid. I, I thought you were going to talk about pumpkin carbon. Well, we'll get to pumpkin carbon. Uh, did did I was this one that I I think this is one I didn't give you guys in the in the pre show notes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Hello again. Uh, we're back. Let's see if it will take it. I, I see think this. it was me that did it. Oh, was, was it you? Please yeah. Call oh, I think uh, followed by the pound key. Jim added me, and then I was like, uh, "You may access the call. I'll just catch up with you later." I hit end call, and time. I think I screwed it up. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Thanks, Rich. I'm sorry. I'll talk to you guys later. Okay. <laughs> All right. See you. Yeah, bye. bye. Recorded live. You are unmuted. Hmm. Okay. So who we got back? We got Jim. We got Don. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's always an adventure. It is. I think I think uh, Rich was right. I think he did kill it. <laughs> that we, guy. We, we, we won't tell him. <laughs> okay. So we're back to the uh, uh, California scuba divers and others hunting lobsters warned of uh, domic acid. The California Department of Fish and Game is warned that all consumers of California spiny lobsters to eat only the tail meat until further notice. Elevated levels of domic acid toxins have been found in the uh, viscera of lobsters sampled and from waters adjacent to northern ca- Channel Islands. Elevated levels of the toxin have also been detected in recent samples of rock crab. So this warning also extends to this species. The meat of lobster and crab is not affected by the toxin, but internal organs, including the roe, should be discarded. Wow, that that kind of be a bad day, wouldn't it? Yeah, it kind of uh, reminds me of our mercury levels in Great Lakes fish and things like that. Yeah, they say the uh, acid is naturally occurring toxin, sometimes found in microscopic marine algae. That is small fish, clams, and mussels eat. Crabs and lobsters feed on these animals, and they concentrate the toxin in their organs. The bloom can come and go quickly, so it's difficult to determine exactly when and where they are present. Thus, the warning applies to all lobster, rack, and crab crab. Harvested crop. in the crop in Southern California. Lobster crab crop. Yeah, yeah, that, that's uh, it's good to know. I didn't realize that they had, they had something like that. That I had no idea. There's our public service announcement. And if you do get a crab and you don't want it, just go ahead and you know pack it in some dry ice and ship it this way, and I'll take it off your hands. Because <laughs> I probably just asked somebody to commit a felony in in three states. You but... did <laughs> crossed over every state line. Now you've got. 24 felonies. Great. What you mean is do it anonymously. Yes, yes, anonymously. Send it to Max House. Well, and then what I'll be doing is I'll be doing a public service just by, you know, we'll be doing a sampling, making sure that it's safe. We have to boil it, sanitize it. Yeah, it's the butter. That's that's the neutralizing uh, testing agent. I agree. Uh, And then we had uh, underwater part pumpkin carving. Uh, a couple articles on this. Uh, the Upper Florida Scuba Club carves pumpkins underwater. Uh, and this is the first year for their event. This is uh, 15 divers in the UF Gator Scuba Club participate in the first underwater park pumpkin carving contest at the Blue Grotto, an underwater cavern 
located west of Williamston. Uh, they said the idea was inspired by similar dives done uh, every year in the Florida Keys. We want to do something unique, bring the aspect of pumpkin that gets people motivated. One of the divers, I love this this quote. I'm glad we're not in salt water, so sharks won't be attracted when I stab myself. <laughs> right. Ever the optimist, divers. <laughs> so uh, I, I resemble that remark. Uh, I can picture myself. Well, that's what I was kind of wondering. And then I noticed uh, Rich, who uh, popped in for a second earlier, uh, at White Star, they had uh, pumpkin carving this weekend. And I was wondering how they did it and i noticed reading through the rules that they had to start with a uh a cleaned out pumpkin <laughs> uh, well i know i i actually thought you started i mean come on let's this is a manly sport let's get this it needs to be a challenge give you me do the it full, right or you don't do it yeah come on you know clean, that's that's kind of wussy to me you, know, you already got the pumpkin cleaned out and then they're throwing a weight in and oh, all sorts of stuff so I hey mac if, if you're at the public pool Maybe not the pumpkin guts is really good for the filters. <laughs> well, I could see it at the pool. The pool. <laughs> well, I mean, I want like Halloween. I want like guts and gore and stuff floating in the water. Well, after you 20 minutes underwater with a knife, there would be guts and gore. <laughs> <laughs> There'd be all sorts of problems. Yeah, we're lucky we don't have freshwater shark up here. That's now, right. Now, Mac, have you done the underwater pumpkin carving before? Yeah. From scratch. So, so you actually... Oh, yeah. yeah, you go take the pumpkin down, you cut it down there, and try to keep it from going all over the heck when you're trying to get it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, see, I think that's that's kind of part of it, because you have to really get in there. Because I, I bet if you had a little practice, you, you do the quick scalping of the pumpkin. Now, what was the longest knife anybody was using? I mean, I could picture some people the machete. <laughs> Probably oh. not. <laughs> Yeah, not not the true uh, um, Sequest dive knife on that one. Use the little <laughs> blunt tip. I'm thinking. Uh, yeah, yeah, big. You know, poke the nose in, and it comes out the other side. Right, stabs your buddy on the other side. Uh, but the, the, then the other part of the blue uh, grotto is it's fed by a spring. Cavern water stays 72 degrees Fahrenheit year round. It's colder when you're sitting there carving a pumpkin and not swimming around, one of the divers said. In 72. (laughs) I'm here. You are unmuted. Well, this is interesting. Snow this weekend. Is Mac there? Did he make it? Yes. Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm watching chat, which is running a little behind. Okay, we're back, I think. We better get this... Going while we still have the moment. I yeah, don't no kidding. Really quiet too. Do I sound quiet? No, I'm going to stay quiet. Okay. <laughs> okay, so we have the uh, underwater scuba pumpkin, and uh, what what part did we get to? Um, uh, oh, the 72 degrees uh, water <laughs> being. Oh being... yeah, yeah, yeah. Where did I? Where did you gang up on me at? Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, on me in the middle of that. Anyway, it's it's not far from uh, Williston, which is not far from uh, Devil's Den, <clears throat> and I have been in there. And you can get you can get chilled. I know we kind of get uh, used to talking about fifty degree water and, and things like that, but seventy two can get you know yeah, pretty but, brutal on a guy. Well, I mean, yeah, not brutal, but uh, well, also oh. it depends on what you're wearing. Uh, were you doing three mil? 
No, I dive my seven. Oh, <laughs> dive my seven in the ice. I dive my seven in the. Well, that's all I've got. So, <laughs> well, you get used to it. So, uh, yeah. Right. Well, you you can get therm, uh, hypothermia in eighty five degree water. So, <laughs> right, right. Okay, so let's head on to the next one, which is another pumpkin carving. Uh, and this one was actually done as a fundraiser, which I thought was an is an interesting uh, idea. This is pumpkin kind carving. Of a neat twist. Yeah, in Burley, uh, a bunch of people gathered in the rain to carve some pumpkins underwater, so uh, the pumpkins didn't mind. Nope. Uh, the rules of the event were pumpkins must be carved underwater, limit of one tank of air, provide your own gear. Prizes were provided for the top three teams. The winning pumpkin will be auctioned off next week at the Burley Senior Citizen Center. You know, I'm not picturing that pumpkin as going to be in that great a shape no i can't imagine that there would be much after a week yeah um, I mean, maybe they freeze it i don't lacquer know. i don't know and this is out of idaho is that right yep so uh yeah and they, they braved 50 degree snake river water and carved the pumpkins in the most unconventional way that they knew of another interesting event and the next article, let's get back to our show notes, recover from uh, talk shoe dumping us. Do a side note real quick. Sure. Uh, we did have a pumpkin race uh, in the St. Joe River. A pumpkin race? Yes. Didn't you see that in the paper? No. Yeah, we were, <laughs> okay. We were coming back, playing underwater, if you know what I mean. And uh, we came by, and all these people were wearing orange T-shirts on shore up there by the... Um, St. Joe area where they've got the park, <clears throat> you know, right. yeah, uh, turn bridge. Yeah. Well, what the heck's going on? Then we see all these pumpkins, and uh, people donated so much for pumpkin, put their number on it, then they put them down upstream, and then whenever whichever one came past their finish line, won a prize. Then they had a big fish net that they were bringing across the river to catch all the pumpkins. <laughs> Did they make you? <clears throat> were you guys coming up in a boat? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did they make you guys give them back? We didn't take any. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, you have your scanner going. Do you know something that you're not saying? Sticking to it. I'm just saying they can see a lot from the camera on top of the courthouse. <laughs> they can see inside that boat. <sighs> That's why I wear a black suit. <laughs> He blends in with all the other scuba divers. <laughs> yeah, it blends in with the pumpkins. Uh, okay, so the that next sounds kind of neat. That they we they've done the rubber duck thing in the past, um, but the pumpkin thing have they done that for many years now, or is this the first one? The first one I heard about, and only then because I saw it, and then I looked for it in the paper. Now is that a is that like so a regular pumpkin like the the kind we have at the uh, the orchard we carve? Yep. Huh. See, what we need to do is we need to combine with that event. So, you know, like the, the pumpkins after the race, then you have, you know, see, that's maybe that's what you should do is, uh, you know, they throw the pumpkins in and then whatever pumpkins get carved win the prize. Or we sit on the bottom with a, uh, uh, yeah, and, and have a pumpkin shoot at the same time. <laughs> is that kind of like the reverse WKRP, you know, instead of the... <laughs> Horror of the turkeys right. slamming into it. It's the the agony of the the people on shore. Is the the deadly are speared and okay. Well, 
Well, we'll keep an eye out for Don, but I think he may have given up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we'll get back to. Uh, but that that would be interesting. I I, I love all the possibilities of oh, being there man. underwater with the pumpkins coming over. Could you pumps. imagine? Oh man, the trouble we'd get in. You know, it would be worth it though. <laughs> <laughs> Live it at eleven, be. local scuba divers. <laughs> <laughs> Dragged and beaten with pumpkins. Oh, oh yeah. Drag up on shore like a whale and bludgeoned with oh, pumpkin guts. Oh, okay. So the next uh, news article, India's first scuba training center in is to open. And I don't know if it doesn't even seem possible. A country of a billion plus people just is now opening a, a scuba training center does hello hello isn't it economies uh, i'm sorry i lost you there for a second aren't they still one of the fastest growing economies yeah I, yeah uh, they're they're definitely doing uh wells and economy their their population is starting to get into driving and 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 stuff so they're you know they're they've a lot of their population is sub poverty and you know, just a little move of you know doubling their income, which could be twenty dollars a month, has a huge right. impact. So, yes, but I mean, I'm just surprised even with that. I mean, it that they're just now getting into having a scuba center. So I'm sure there were some dive shops, but this is a full blown center, and uh, the the course for children called. Uh, no, I'm sorry, I, I'm reading the reading wrong thing, but uh, they're adding a full line of courses. And they're excited about it. The project was launched in 2007. It hit a few snags, and they say that it's going to be ready in January 2011. So they're just getting there. Right around the corner. But, I mean, this can be nothing but good for the scuba industry in general. Because, you know, the, the first thing they got to do is get divers before get equipment. Mm-hmm. So this is potential, some excellent export opportunity for uh, some of the U.S. scuba manufacturers. Right. So... And then the more people get dive, and then also you're creating tourists. So, you know, get them to come to the U.S. and do some diving. You know, the more people get in the sport, the better. The next article, let's see, is uh, It's Summer Somewhere. Uh, the scuba diving season starts. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. The experience, experience, is that what the name of that is? Es- yeah, it's uh, es- Esperance, um, Esperance, Esperance, I don't know, some fancy name. Some fancy name. Yeah, some fancy foreigners. pants. This probably sounds funny with the Midwestern accent. Yeah. That's all I got to say. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, we'll, we'll get another comment. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Esperance Dive Club opened... The summer diving season on Sunday, October 31st, with a charter dive to figure of eight islands. Wow. <laughs> I just, I mean, I know that there's a whole other hemisphere, you know, everybody down under and and beyond, that it's their summer mm-hmm. and when it gets to be our winter. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't, it, it's just like, ah, uh, it makes me want to travel. And sure. some did, because you look at some of the divers that they had, according to the article, yeah. were from uh, Canada. So they figured it out. Yeah, we'll we'll dive up here in our summer, and then we'll head down there for theirs. Heck yeah, that's the way to do it. Um, one of the things that they've got is uh, the uh, the new record for night diving, also. Um, 
sponsored by the same people, right? Yeah. Well, I, I, I think it, we need to do some research on it. Maybe we'll talk about it next week. But they're saying on, on Thursday, December 2nd, they'll be participating in the worldwide attempt for a new record in night diving. Uh, the goal for that is 3,000 divers from all over the world expected to be underwater at 8, 10 p.m. the first Thursday in December. The purpose of the Divers Nights promote the sport of scuba diving. So we, we need to look because I, I, it seems like I remember something like that or maybe it was a different time of the year where it was going to be starting in uh, Scandinavia at like 2 in the morning and then you know the whole idea was to get as much of the the diving population in the water at night at the same time so right so i wonder what we'd have to do because that one that wouldn't be too bad i wouldn't i wouldn't mind doing something like that be kind of fun yeah yeah i get a bunch of people i wonder how, how you have to be certified i mean you have to have witnesses and sign off so i don't know how would they do that but well the, uh go ahead. they say if you you'd want to meet up at uh what's the name of the jetty there in the article um People are welcome to join, but I, the way it's described, it is a worldwide event. Yeah, the, their local club is participating, so as a club, they're going down. Maybe we get the mud divers, and we'll, we'll go down, and then, you know, it's worldwide, so I, I bet you there's a website. We'll, we'll find it out, and we'll, we'll post it on the website of what's going on, but uh, yeah. so, sounds interesting. Anytime, any excuse to get wet. Well, sure. <laughs> Got to go. World record attempt. Yep. The next one is Art and a Reef. Underwater art doubles as artificial reef in Mexico. We've covered this one a few times. We have, but but this article showed me really what it was. And, and one thing I didn't realize, and people have to go to the link and get an appreciation for how dense these are packed. I thought it was um, a statue here and there. This is This is really quite tightly packed, right? Well, this looks like uh, somebody waiting to, you know, like a crowd waiting to get on a bus, uh huh, or or a train. Uh, they're all they're all packed in there. But I, I think what it is is that the uh, they had a lot of statues they've put down over time because we've seen the one with the guy sitting at a desk, mm-hmm. and another one with people looking up, and they were uh, this artist was actually putting the coral in to get it to grow. But this is the first shot I've seen with that many. Uh, sculptures and it's called the silent evolution it's a work of british sculptor and scuba diver jason decarnes taylor and the one one of the pictures in this article the third picture uh, and this is from cnn they show them floating down a huge section so it's mm-hmm. not it's not just a single it, it looks like he oh i would say this would be two three meters across, you know, nine, ten feet, and it's floating down. And there's only two divers, so hopefully they got a lift bag or something. Otherwise, somebody's going to be a pancake. (laughs) I think they've got it on a crane, I'm pretty sure. Um, They said it's consisting of 403 life-size human figures. Each sculpture has been individually cast uh, using special cement to encourage coral growth. Isn't that Uh, neat? And I didn't realize the reason they were doing it. I thought it was just a tourism thing, you know, because, like, that's what it would be here, just to mm-hmm. get people in the water, which is great. But they're also hoping, you know, they know they're going to have so many divers. They, they're they expecting 750,000 yearly divers uh, to visit the the reef, and they're trying to give the natural reef time to recover. So uh, because of the storms they've had there, they, they, they just need to grow. So they think that, you 
you know, less divers on the the natural reefs and more on this uh, would would keep the divers coming and a benefit, which which is interesting. Right. So I, I I would I still like the idea of doing something like that here in in Lake Michigan. Wouldn't that be something? That would be. And then imagine how many how many decades before somebody would forget that it was even out there. Let let's say you know, 150 250 years from now. You know, and then you're out there, and you're like wondering, you know, is it like Pompeii? Where you That's think exactly that? what I was thinking. They would, somebody would unearth them, and well, what happened here? <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, twisted minds think alike. Oh, uh, the the last article we have is scuba divers clean up uh, Lake Lock Vert, if I pronounce that one right. Uh, I can't see any other way to, to pronounce it. And uh, let me see if I can pull up that article. Come on. Uh, I'll have to pull it. I, I, all my preparation. Someday I'll get this figured out. The, uh, I'll, I'll cover a little bit. In, uh, it's, a, it's a small lake that they're talking about. Um, the cleanup campaign was inspired by a former mayor of Passy, uh, uh, Petit Jean um, is his name, and that's a horrible pronunciation <laughs> but he started it 20 years ago and the scuba uh club that's doing it now has plans to repeat it but the remote location of the mountain lake means that all the divers and their equipment have to travel by mule which is really interesting <laughs> that's um, what drew my attention to it <laughs> and so and you think about that okay well if somebody's that dedicated to get there by mule why why is there much to clean up isn't that a sad state well, it is. I'm, I'm imagining that this is a tourist area that, uh, you know, maybe it's a, a great hiking location. Right. And they, they say they've been doing this for the last uh, 20 years. And they repeat it. And they said that this year there was less to pick up. So they thought that was good. That either means that uh, people are polluting less or that less people went up there. But that's uh, a right. great outcome. But some of the photos they had were absolutely Aren't amazing. they gorgeous? They are. And it doesn't look like it's a very active lake because you look at the bottom and you can see you know, it's one of those freshwater lakes that if something falls down, you know, those branches right. there could could have fallen in there 40, 80, 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, gnarled twist of roots. Yeah, you know, a little coverage. So just a nice little beautiful lake up in the, you know, the higher altitudes. I'm sure they got to use the high altitude tables. For oh, this. yeah, absolutely. So eight. Point three degrees Celsius, so pretty chilly. But there we the, are. We're in com- Yep, you still there? Did I lose you again? So what's that? Um, low forties? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yay. A little dippy. So that does it for the news. We'll put that to bed. Uh, and we're to that time of the show where we talk about last week's dive, which I didn't have one. And neither did I. Doggone it. What is going on here? I don't know. It, it's, it's something with this time of the year. I think last year in October, we actually... In no, November, we were on a frantic pace. We were. We were. We did uh, We were, We were. did. A, we had already done a couple river dives by now, which I'm upset I haven't been able to get in and do. Mm-hmm. You know, we got a turkey dive coming up. Uh, we we had, do. The end yeah, of the month. We, yep. So, uh, but, uh, so, so nothing there. Darn it. Uh, but we'll be trying to get in the water. I can't Saturday, but you've got 
You got plans? Are you you able to connect up with Bob and Kurt? I think I'm I'm going to be running uh, up to Lake 16 on Saturday morning. Um, try and do uh, a dive there with uh, in the dark, cold waters of Lake 16. See what's see what's going on up there. Um, but other than that, I'm ay ay ay. Uh, just prospects aren't looking good for uh, much more than that. <sighs> yeah, I saw David said he's still got his boat in the water, but uh, right now has he been out on uh, Lake Michigan at all with it? I haven't heard. I just saw him on Facebook talking about it. Ah, so and then Mac, uh, you know, I, you know, he talked about the pumpkin. So maybe, let's let's see if we can dial him in here. Nope, call failed. Oh well, I was, we were going to see what Mac had uh, been up to or was was going to be up to. Now he's uh, been uh, in the water as usual, mm-hmm. all over the place. So all sorts of stuff going on with him. Did we have? Uh, was that recorded when we were talking about the the pumpkins earlier? Yes. Yep. Okay. Could you imagine? Wouldn't that be fun? Uh, that would be. So, now, have you heard anything more about next weekend? Maybe going to Goboa. Uh, talked about it just a touch um, during the week. Um, I don't think anything cemented yet. Yeah. As far as that, I know it's going to be running a little tight neck and neck for me. I didn't realize November and December were going to be that uh, difficult for me this year, but uh-huh. it sure seems to be that way. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll have to see what everybody's going to do because I, I know I'm kind of been the the same way. It just doesn't mm-hmm. th- just doesn't seem like it used to be. <laughs> <laughs> the good old days. Remember right. when? So, uh, but there's we can still do some. You know, until the water gets hard, we can still get into the river. Oh, geez, yeah. And and do something. So, oh, have to have to do some of that. Uh, there was um, um, what was I going to say now? No, I've got nothing. I got nothing on that. <laughs> You're going to talk oh, wow. about that, uh, that scuba jetpack that you had just built. Uh, yeah, right. I was going to talk about that, but then uh, I forgot about it. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I've been perusing the, the boards on the Internet and getting my scuba fix that way, uh, which really doesn't. It's not satisfying the way that a real dip is. No. No, but we uh, live uh, vicariously as as many ways as we can. So, absolutely. Yep. And we we had some activity on the uh, the Facebook site again. So thank everybody who's up there posting pictures and videos. Uh, make sure you head over there, facebook.com forward slash scuba obsessed. Uh, also, if you haven't been over the website, www.scubaobsessed.com, we have stuff going on over there. Uh, we'll have the show notes posted after the show. Uh, if you want to leave us feedback. It's the show at scubaobsessed.com. Go ahead and give us your comments, any updates, anything that you'd like to fill us in on, and uh, we'd, we'd certainly love to hear from you. And then, yep. as always, those five-star iTunes reviews, uh, go ahead and put some more of those in, and uh, we'll go ahead and read, them, read some of the best ones out here on the air. Right, and uh, if you want to share some of your dive experiences uh, via email so we can live vicariously through you still, um, go ahead and send those in. We got a nice letter in this week that uh, described some of the uh, diving in California that uh, educates us 
as to what it's as what it's like. Yeah, you like set that. us straight. Yeah, because I mean, I picture California as the the warm beaches and everybody surfing, but they do have that current coming up there, and it's it's not like Florida where it's nice and toasty in right. the water. They they're 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 what we call warm water diving is more our Lake Michigan diving, and I, I have to say I I feel he, as they had said in the letter. We'll have to we'll have to edit it and read parts of it next week, but uh, they, their water temperature is pretty consistent. Was it fifty degrees all year round? Yeah, um, it says temperatures range between um, mid forties to mid fifties, and uh, but I guess the uh, any Northern California anyway uh, has got some of the most abundant marine life, um, and people wouldn't think that because of the colder water, but uh, it's just just thriving so i'd i'd like to get there i think that would be a very neat place to get to yeah i, I want to dive in them all I, I want to hit every place at least once well there you go you better get going so you know i'm gonna do is make a map of the earth in little square mile increments and i want to drop in each spot where there's water <laughs> how many thousand busy man yeah, how many thousand years yep <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'd also probably be a poor man at the same time, unless I get somebody to, to pony up for that. Okay, well, that about does it for another week. Do we have any last words before we hit the scuba joke? Uh, or the scuba joke hits us. That's what usually happens, and there's stuff everywhere. It gets all over you. Yeah, it just splatters all that, the black splatter and... And stuff. They they use luminol sometimes to detect where it's gone off at. Yeah. Uh, okay. So hold on. Here we go. Uh, one day, while driving home from his diving trip in the pouring rain, a man got a flat tire outside of a monastery. The monk came out and invited him inside to have a dinner and spend the night. Uh, the diver accepted. That night he had a wonderful dinner of fish and chips. He decided to compliment the chef. Entering the kitchen, he asked the cook, Are you the fish fryer? No, said the man, I'm the chipmunk. <laughs> I'm not supposed to laugh at that, aren't I? <laughs> that one didn't warn a laugh. Chipmunk. <laughs> okay. Well, we can still stand. You got to get out while the getting's good. Exactly. Go out there and get wet. Hit and dive safe. And we hit the stop on the...